Good morning, brother, sister. Good evening, brother, sister. Good night, brother, sister. Wherever you are, I greet you in a manner best accustomed to your situation. Because that's what you got to do, right? That's what you got to do. You've got to uh, take whatever it is you have that you want to bring to people and bring it to them in a form that best suits where they are. Which is why we do this podcast. This is like uh, like a classic podcast. You know, this is me talking into the mic softly. Hey, how you doing? You know? I also have shouty podcasts. (laughs) You know? But, uh, you know, uh, we just did number 60. 60 streams. We've been streaming every day, you know, since this whole whole, uh, situation kicked off. We've been live streaming every day. Every day. My calves are huge. You know, they look like suns. Speaking of which, the sun, which is white, as we have have discussed and used to be yellow. Uh, You know, that thing is chilly. That thing's been chilling. And you know what that means. If the sun's been chilling, that means it's going to get chilly. You know, it's kind of amusing to me that there's this great big shiny thing above us and we don't seem to think that it affects us. Very strange. We're very strange creatures. I do love us. We're very, very strange creatures, you know. Weird stuff happens and and we we don't mind. We just carry on as if it wasn't crazy, but it is. Crazy stuff everywhere. We asked for signs and signs were sent. You know, we live in an age of signs. Signs are everywhere. The yellow sun turned white. The moon nearly hit me in the head the other day. I was out on the roof. That thing was so big, that thing nearly hit me in the head. What are you doing, moon? Go away, you big old moon. That light you shine is just a liar. Tom Waits said that. Tom Waits is always right. Pay attention to Tom Waits. He's one of those guys. He sees which way the wind is blowing. And I see which way the wind is blowing, brother, sister. And we're acting accordingly over here in Don Towers. We're making our plans. We're recalibrating our systems. You know you've got to do that because those systems, they're the things that, they're those things that beat goals. Word to Scott Adams. And they do. You know, my system was stream every day. That was the system, you know? And so that's what's happened. And that's what we've done. We've done it every day. And uh, we're now 60 days in. We've generated 60 DJ mixes, pretty much. Uh, About 150 hours of entertainment for our beautiful community. We've seen that community grow and come together and blossom. It's been a beautiful thing, you know. And while, you know, having to leave my studio and move everything back here disrupted the creation process, we're now back on track. The Alan Watts album drops on May 29th. The first single came out today. It's called That Thing Which Really Is Genuine. Uh, The music video just dropped. All those things are there for you to check out on any channel. Anywhere it is that you are that you like to listen to music, you can find that song now. That Thing Which Really Is Genuine, you can find it. And hey, I don't know if you know, but if you've ever wanted Meaning Wave vinyl, and I know a bunch of you have because you tell me every day I get messages saying, hey, can you make vinyl? And I know why you want vinyl. You know, we were just talking about that sun and the sun's a bit calm right now, but the sun often is not calm and it has sunspot activity. And it is a fact that a particularly uh, 
vigorous bit of sunspot activity would wipe out every hard drive on the planet. Just like that. You know, we have, we have scores of Meaning Wave albums on every digital platform known to man. But those hard drives, if they got wiped, there'd be no more Meaning Wave. Which is why we need to put some of that Meaning Wave on vinyl, brother, sister. And we're putting the new album on vinyl. If you weren't aware already, we are. We did it via Indiegogo. We wanted to crowdfund that thing because we weren't sure. You know, like I said, every day I get messages saying, make vinyl, make vinyl. But, you know, you don't know what that really means in real terms. So we did a we did a crowdfunding campaign and the crowdfunding campaign has been successful. We have passed our initial goal, which was the amount we needed to press vinyl. We've now passed that. So it's definitely happening. Meaning Wave Vinyl is definitely happening. So check out that campaign and order your vinyl. We're doing What's Wave 5 and 6 on vinyl because the new What's Wave 6 is the Web of Life Part 2. So you can get parts one and two on vinyl. A set, a collection, you can collect them all. Like very, very rare, beautiful, erudite Pokemon. You know, you can. We have a new stretch goal of $7,000. If we hit that, then the vinyl's going to be purple. Right now it is black. If you want purple colored vinyl, then uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, back that campaign today. Get Meaning Wave in three dimensions. That's the vibes. You know, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, it's my birthday tomorrow. You know, it's my birthday tomorrow. And I've never been one of those people who really pays attention to birthdays. Now, this is one of those birthdays, you know, people make a big deal about. I'm going to be 40. You know, I'm going to be 40. And uh, 40 is one of those interesting ages. I remember my uncle turning 40 and having a birthday party and he had a balloon. It said, life begins at 40. I thought, that seems, doesn't seem to make sense. It looks to me like life ends at 40. Look how old these mofos is. Look at these ancient people and they all go like, you know, back in the day when people hit 40, like they'd have let themselves go by this point, they'd have like a beer belly or that. You know, my uncle and my grandfather, God bless them. They used to, uh, on Sunday, we'd have Sunday dinner if we were all together and they would fall asleep on the sofa afterwards watching the sports racing results on CFAX, you know, with, with their hands on their, on their big old happy bellies. You know, but like, here's me. I'm in the best shape of my life right now. Almost, almost. I would say I'm almost at my peak. And my peak was when I was preparing to move to America and I was running on the beach every night, you know, and I was doing all this stuff. I'm almost back at that. I'm very, very close to that. And it wasn't deliberate. I wasn't on this, oh, I've got to be in such and such a position by 40. I've got to be da-da-da-da-da. I just set some systems in place a while back. And I've just been executing on those systems. And the result of executing on those systems is that, oh, shit, look, I'm 40 now. It's my 40th birthday. And I just so happen to be in the position I wanted to be in many, many years ago. When I, many, many years ago, when I had an idea about where I wanted to be at this point in my life, uh, I'm now about that point. And that's purely just because of the systems I put in. I have been acting on every day. You know, one of them was streaming every day. That's just really helped get me uh, fit just jumping up and down for two, three hours DJing every day. That, that has a side effect of that being great cardio for you. I bought a kettlebell. I made that a habit loop. So uh, whenever I'm setting up for my stream, it triggers my habit loop to step out onto the roof. Uh, I'm in the top floor of the building and uh, I open the door, you know, to let some air in before the stream to try and cool the room down. So my kettlebell is there, so I pick it up and swing it. That's just automatic. So I just do that. That's like a habit. 
that I do every day. Similarly, uh, whenever I'm bouncing a track in my, my music software, I do some push-ups. You know, and I do some push-ups when I, just when I'm switching off the computer because it has a little cycle. It takes a little bit of time. And I always do put... So I've got these systems. I have some, all these systems, you know, the making the music is a system, the, uh, all the things attached to that. And all of these systems have led to me being in the position I wanted to be in at this point in my life. So shouts out to Systems and shouts out to Scott Adams, uh, who taught me that stuff like four or five, four or five years ago in his book, uh, How to Fail at Everything and Still Win Big. I think that's what it was called, which introduced me to the concept of systems uh, versus goals. And the more of one's life one could turn into systems, because that goes hand in hand with some other books I read. I read a book about habits and the power of habit. You know, I've talked about this, but like the deeper into life you go, the more of it becomes habit. So I've, I've developed a habit of uh, every month I do a kind of self-audit, you know, I do a kind of self-audit, see where I'm at. And, uh, you know, that there's a few things in that self-audit, you know, I check in, I go, okay, what's going on, Mr. The Dawn? I say, hey, are there any areas in my life where I'm wasting time? And I check. You know, and I'm like, oh, that area, I was wasting time. So I can stop doing that and I can do something productive in that spot. That's how I managed to get a little bit more productive every month. You know, I check if any of my processes can be further refined to help me be more productive and useful. You know, and there's always ways you go, oh, shit, I could, this process could be a little smoother. I could batch this process. I could group it with these other similar processes, which make the whole thing a bit smoother. I can this, that, and the other, you know, uh, I check if I've got healthier and stronger. You know, there's no point in comparing yourself to anyone else, but you compare yourself to yourself. So I check if I'm, you know, if I'm a bit healthier and stronger than I was this time last month. And if not, because, you know, momentum, momentum is, is constant, but it only goes in one direction. You know, you're going forward or you're going backward. You don't go sideways. We ain't crabs. You know what I mean? We're, uh, well, I'm not sure, entirely sure what we are, but what we are is not crabs. I know that much. Uh, you know? <laughs> So I check if I've got health or stronger or not. And if not, you know, then, I, then I'll adjust my systems. You know, I also check if I'm as present with my family as I want to be, because that's a tricky thing to keep balance of. You know what I mean? When you're going all in, when you're trying to be hyperproductive, well, when you're being hyperproductive, but you know, you're going to make sure that you're not neglecting important areas of your life. So I check in on all those things, but the most important aspect of my monthly self-audit is checking in on my habits to make sure they're still serving me. Or if any unintentional bad ones have snuck in that I can then replace with useful ones. Because that's the thing with habits. It's very, uh, it's diff- It's not impossible. I've done it. But it's very difficult to just stop a habit. The, the easiest thing to do is just replace it with a different one that's useful. I do that all the time. And what's funny is, you know, you, you can be as uh, intentional and on it as, as, you know, humanly possible, seemingly. But every time I check in, I go, oh, shoot, I've developed a new bad habit. Always. There's always a new bad habit. You know? I'd fallen into a habit of uh, of listening to YouTube videos while I was in the shower. You go, that's not a bad habit. Uh, but the bad habit aspect of it was I would go for low-effort videos. Just kind of fluff. You know, it's nothing that was challenging me. And that's a missed opportunity. Those minutes in the shower, if you can have something on, because the shower, here's the thing about the shower. Uh, if, you know, a lot of us have our best ideas in the shower, and that's because the shower is often the only time we get alone, the only time we get without uh, 
trying to do something else at the same time. You know what I mean? So your mind can uh, do its job. Your subconscious can do its job in tandem with your conscious mind. And you'll have great ideas. All those great ideas that have been sort of swimming around in your subconscious will percolate and come out. So if you're going to put something on sound-wise when you're in the shower, like one, you're, uh, you're stopping that from happening in a way. You know, so, but you should be listening to something useful, goddammit. And I'd fallen into this bad habit of just listening to fluff. So I checked in on that. And uh, now I'm listening to useful stuff and learning a great deal really quickly it's amazing how quickly it adds up you know if you like if you're taking three showers a day which i am that's like three five seven minute videos and uh you can pack a lot of information into three five seven minute videos if you're choosing the right videos and because you're in the shower and you've got that water you've got that meditative state it goes in really well while you're in the shower you know so that's one thing it is amazing to me how just consistently I will develop new bad habits every month. And it amazes me to think how I didn't used to pay attention to this stuff at all. My life was just one massive, uh, you know, the way your back gets knotted up, you know, if you don't get a massage or the way, you know, you have, you ever have a box of cables and if you just don't pay attention to that thing and you don't keep regularly sorting it out and wrapping up the cables properly, it just becomes a big horror, just this terrifying uh, Lovecraftian knot. I once had a box of wires so knotted and so awful that it took me two days and nights to uh, pull it all apart. And then I proceeded to not keep it in check and it, and it just turned into a monster again very quickly. Your whole life is that. That's your habits. And if you don't check in on them, you don't keep that stuff organized, your insights, your, your subconscious, your system one, the thing that makes most of the decisions in your life and the thing that controls most of what happens in your life, that thing will become a big Lovecraftian wire monster and it will take you down with it. You think a thing like that can swim? That thing can't swim. We're living, we're, you know, we're, we're essentially swimming creatures in water. That's one way of thinking about it. I don't know too much about what you think about gravity or whatever, but like, I think of us as, as as being swimming creatures. I, I talk about that thing about staying in the zone. I'd say, uh, you know, you want to be like a shark, just always swimming. And that's what we are. You think when you're, in this, when you're asleep, you stop, you don't stop. Stuff's still going on. Your subconscious is going crazy. And that thing does most of the work. You're always moving. You're always swimming. That's why I say pay attention to coincidences and treat them as signposts. And that way you can keep moving like a shark without questioning. You know, but we're always swimming. Like our, our state is of a, of a water creature. We're, it's, I feel like it's like we're in water, really. This, the thing, we, look, we look at air and we think it's this invisible thing which doesn't do anything. Think about the fish in uh, that David Foster Wallace lecture, you know? And one fish says to the other fish, hey, how you doing? Lovely day. Lovely water today. And the fish goes, what the hell is water? Something like that. What the hell is water? You know, we're in water. We're in a kind of water. We're swimming. And uh, if you make yourself a big knotted mess by not checking in on your habits and not paying attention to what's going on with, with the stuff that programs your subconscious, you will be sinking, baby, and you won't even know it. You'll be sinking and sinking, and you'll be getting further and further from the light of the white sun. And you'll be wondering, why am I so heavy? And why is life so hard? And why, is it, why does just moving feel so difficult? Just existing feels so difficult. It's because you've turned yourself into a big knotted wire monster and you're not able to swim properly. And you can fix that real easy, baby. 
You can fix that real easy. You just got to check in on your habits and work through those mofos and uh, work out which ones are useful and which ones are not. Replace the ones that are not with ones that are. And you're going to be okay. You know, that's what I've been doing anyway. And it's worked out great for me, baby. It's worked out wonderful for me. I'm in a really great position right now. I'm very happy. Um, you know, I'm very glad to be here. I'm very excited about the future. I'm really excited about the future. I know a lot of people aren't right now. And we all got the same information, but it's, uh, you know, we're all observing the same phenomenon. There's a lot of stuff going on. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of nasty people who should never have been given power, wielding power, unchecked, lunacy, that Gretchen creature. Yo, there's some crazy creatures out there. You look in their eyes, you see, they don't want to give that power back, baby. They don't want to let you out of the house. They like that they can keep you in the house. They don't want to have to let you out of the house. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, there's a lot of new technologies being developed. A lot of people are scared of these technologies. The way I look at it is this. Uh, we are, as uh, John Vivaki says, natural born cyborgs. We're creatures that use technology and that's what we've always done. That's what separates us from everything else. That's why we run ting on this planet. You know, and, uh, you know, ever since we picked up a rock and we're like, oh, hey, and that rock, you know, you could use that for a bunch of things. You could use it to, uh, spark a flame, you know, and cook some food, warm yourself, make you able to survive in, in, uh, climates that other creatures can't survive in. You could also use it to cave in a skull, but the rock is not evil. The rock doesn't care. And I feel that way with all that technology. doesn't even matter if the purpose of it, you know, the internet, some say the internet was created to enslave us. It was created as a trap. But, but we used it to free ourselves. In some ways now we're more free than we ever were. And in other ways we're more in prison than we ever were. You know, it depends how you want to look at it. And I know how I want to look at it. You know, I know how I choose to look at it. You know, happiness is a decision and you make it every day. You wake up, you decide whether you're going to be happy enough or not. And similarly, you wake up and you, you, know, you decide if you're going to uh, see the opportunity or if you're going to see the, the negative side of whatever it is that's around you. And it's all there. That's duality. And duality is always, secretly, as your boy Alan Watts says, unity. That's just the facts. There's no getting away from it. We need that dark just like we need that light. We just got to work out how best to use it. You know, how best to integrate it. Shouts out to CGI Young. Shouts out to Alan Watts. Shouts out to you. Uh, check out that new Alan Watts single. Check out that Indiegogo campaign. Uh, and uh, come check out one of the live streams. We stream in every night. You can come hang out. Join the gang. This is a beautiful gang. And you know, uh, if you need anything, hit me up. You can find me in the usual places. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm at meaningwave.com. I'm at YouTube. You know, if you need something, holler. You know, we're here for you. That's why we're here. All men must serve. And uh, I'm here to serve you, baby. Speak, speak to you next week. Bless. <laughs>